It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Coming up on this edition of Locked on Wizards, we've got Alex Hollingsworth back on the show. The founder of Crossover Media and host of Lakers Central is back for part two as we kick off this week talking around the NBA, specifically looking at coaches. I know on our Friday edition, we were talking around players that have to get it right, that it's important for some guys to have a big season next year for their own success history, the honor and pedestal that that we put them on to be able to show their worth that pedestal as being a superstar. Well, we've got to get into some coaches and the wizards as well as teams that have to get it together. So we'll be talking more off season news here on locked on wizards. You are locked on wizards, your daily Washington wizards podcast. Part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome to the start of another week and the start of another edition of Locked on Wizards. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Today on the show, we will continue where we left off on Friday. We were talking about players that need to get it right. Well, today we're now going to look specifically at the Wizards and what they have to do this offseason in preparing for next year and also coaches that have to get it right. So joining me to discuss all that, we've got the founder of Crossover Media and host of Laker Central, Alex Hollingsworth. He was on the show on Friday. He's back again today as we have a chance to talk around coaches and the Wizards looking at the 2021 season right here on Locked on Wizards. Now, Alex, welcome back. Let's get right back into it. We were talking around players that have to get it right on Friday, and we have not had a chance yet to dive into the Wizards, specifically what they should be doing this offseason and how they should be looking to play and what we should be expecting from them, I should say, next year in the 2021 season. So I have to get your thoughts on the Wizards. There's been a lot of speculation and rumors around 
the future of the Wizards, Bradley Beal, whether or not he's going to stay with the team. You know, as we're talking about guys that have to get it right, teams that have to get it right, to me, I feel as though the Wizards, this is the year. I would personally keep Bradley Beal and John Wall, see what they can do healthy together with this young group we saw in the restart. It's, it's, it's a one-year cap. You see what they can do this next year, and then you adjust from there. And so I think this is a pivotal year for them as well to get it right. Otherwise, it's time, as we talk around these other players that are top in the league, it's time for Bradley Beal to make a move. The Wizards aren't able to be a team that's at least in the Eastern Conference playoffs or um, a better team overall. What are your thoughts on the Wizards having seen them in the restart, having seen, you know, both of Bradley Beal and John Wall working back to get on the floor? Keep them, trade them one more year. What's your thoughts? All right. So, um, you know, I live just outside of D.C. And the the Wizards, you know, they haven't really been good since they were the Bullets, right? I mean, it's been a long time since they were, like, really good, since, like, Weber and Jawan and all those guys were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I'll say this. Wall getting hurt and suffering two pretty bad injuries hurts because his game is so heavily heavy, heavily dependent on his athleticism. So kind of like with Durant, Durant's seven feet, but he can shoot out of the gym. So even if he can't be as mobile as he used to be, he can always shoot over people. John Wall, I don't know what he will look like when he gets back. Um, the Wizards have to make a decision with him. I, even if they wanted to trade him, I don't know if a team will take on his contract. So I don't even know what you do with Wall. Right. Um, and then with Beal, Bill, I think, has one year. Like So this up-and-coming season is the last year on his deal. So I think that's the case. Um, the Wizards are in a situation where if that's the case and he has one year left, they've got to make a decision. Do we extend this dude? Because he, you know, he, had, he had a great season. Um, and I think he's a phenomenal player. Do you extend him? Or do you just go completely young and trade him and try to get a bunch of assets? Kind of Basically, do you try to do what OKC did with Paul George and bring in like, ridiculous amount of draft picks and just rebuild for mm-hmm. the next three to five years um i don't have a good answer now i did see the other day um like i, I believe uh bradley bill's girlfriend or fiance i'm not sure what she is but she uh <laughs> she liked a tweet about him being traded to the lakers or something who knows i mean i, I know fans love to get into that kind of stuff mm-hmm. my thing is w- the wizards on the clock if he's got one year left and this is the up-and-coming season for his final year on this particular deal, they better figure it out because if he walks and they don't get anything for him, then they're in real trouble. Uh, I've heard rumors that, you know, the Nets would love to get involved with him and try to make a deal. Um, I, I don't even know what the Nets have to give back for Beal. I don't know. You know, that's the crazy part with, like, <laughs> with the Wizards. Like, I don't I – don't, so with the salary cap being, you know, kind of up in the air for this up and coming season, teams not obviously you know taking a hit uh, because of the losses with the pandemic. I don't know what what would be available even if the Wizards wanted to trade him. Um, here's what I would say: if I was in charge of the Wizards, I'd probably look to trade him and get some assets back. And I'm only saying that because. Um, at this point, he's been there now he uh, four or five years. John Wall's coming off of a couple major injuries. I mean, it's not like you've been great. So even if Wall, even if John Wall comes back and looks like 
all-star John Wall, where does that put the Wizards? Are they better than the Bucks? Are they better than the Heat? Are they better than Boston? Are they better than Philly? Are they better than the Nets? Like, probably not. So if that's the case, then what's the point in paying Bradley Bill and John Wall 80 to $90 million a season? You know, I, 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 I don't know. What do, what do you think? I get what you're saying. I get, <laughs> I get what you're saying. It's a tricky situation because, as you mentioned, you can't really move John Wall. His con- and he's the one that actually would make more sense to move. Right. You keep Bradley Beal, you move John Wall, you bring in, you know, pick I up agree. a free agent or someone. But that's what makes this even trickier. Also, not only is his contract difficult, but as mentioned, I mean, he's 30 years old, he's still re- relatively young, but coming off of major injuries, that's a concern. So I, that's partly why I say you try to get one more year out of, out of them. I think that the, in my opinion, having watched the Wizards closely in the restart, you saw some, some good potential from the young core that was playing. I think if you can bring in, I, I do think they have to bring in a, a key piece. Now, I don't know what they have financially. I'm, I don't really pay attention when it comes to the finances. I, to me, you know, take it or leave it. But um, I think it is important for them to also bring someone in that's, you need a good draft pick in that number nine spot, but actually it's more important to me to bring in someone that's already established. So picking up a, a solid free agent. And I know on the show, we talked about different players that are available, whether it's a big and someone like um, Hassan Whiteside, or I know like Serge Ibaka is a free agent. There's a number of, of free agents. It's gotta be like someone that's more established in this, in the league. They don't really have time. In my opinion, if, if you're planning for a team around Bradley Beal, I don't think it makes sense to bring in someone that's young that's going to take three or four years to get going. They already have enough players like that that are young that are still figuring themselves out. They need someone that's more established, got more experience under their belt. That can be a, you know, a number three option for them. So it's John Wall Beal plus whoever they bring in. So I do think it's actually important this offseason they bring in a piece to, that complements them. And I, I say a big. Um, someone that's a scorer, someone that's got more size, more presence in the paint rim protector, someone that can help getting with getting rebounds. So I think if, if I'm Tommy Shepard and I'm looking to adjust, I think that's my first move for this year. Try to sell um, someone on this dream that the, the Wizards are going to be able to be a team in an East that is pretty open. As you mentioned, it's, there are a lot of teams in that conversation, but there's no one like what you're going to see from the Warriors in my opinion next year. Cause I'm sure they're going to be, um, bring them back not only with Draymond, Clay, and Steph, but someone, we don't know what they're doing. I know they're working heavily behind the scenes. Uh, the Lakers, you know, there's this is a different conference. So I think they still have potential to at least be a playoff team. And if you can sell someone on, hey, come here, we're going to be working towards being a top five team in the East, who knows? You might be able to sell somebody on that, especially a guy from a team that is not doing as well. So I don't know, to be honest, because of the fact that, as mentioned, John Wall's contract puts us in a sticky situation here. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> Go for it. It's a two-parter. So, well, the first thing oh, is, um, no, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Well, John Wall's contract. So this up and coming season, he's, he's owed over 41 million next year over. So the year after next over 44 million, the final year, 47 million. So I, I, I have no idea who takes that contract. Right. Exactly. exactly. But let me, let me propose one of two trades to you. If Minnesota, who is rumor is shopping the number one pick, if Minnesota right. calls DC and says, 
we'll give you the number one pick for Bradley Beal. Do you take it? It can't be just the number one pick. There's got to be more. All right. And this is what I've this is what I've been saying about all the trade rumors. Bradley Beal is still young, averaging Mm -hmm. thirty over thirty points per game. One of the top scorers in the league, although he's not an All Star and All NBA player, he's established. So a, a number one overall pick, especially in this draft, I think that's the key part. If this is a draft with a Zion or an Anthony Davis or mm-hmm. a LeBron caliber player, that's a different conversation. But there's nobody in this draft, in my opinion, I could be wrong, that has the potential short term in the next couple years to be able to turn around and give more than what Beal is able to do right now. So unless it's like number one pick, um, you know, they wouldn't throw in like Carl Anthony Towns or something, but it's right. got to it's got to make more sense to couple it with something. I think a three team deal could make sense. I have no idea with who. This is why I'm not paid the book, the big bucks to make these decisions. But we're not done talking about the Wizards yet. We've got more to come. So coming up more around the Wizards this offseason and potential roster moves. Let me tell you guys about the delicious treat that's going to allow you to snack healthy. That's right. You can do both. If you know me, you know I have a sweet tooth. I enjoy cupcakes, cookies, brownies, all of the sweets. And Built Bar actually has delicious flavors. Let me just run down some of my favorites. Cookies and cream, double chocolate, mint brownie, salted caramel. Yes, caramel, not caramel. And peanut butter brownie. Delicious. All bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're healthy. So it's great if you are on a keto diet or working to lose or maintain weight. You can do all that while snacking on a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and I definitely recommend Built Bar. So if you head over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get $10 off your next order. Now you can save money, eat healthy, and eat delicious. Doesn't get any better than that. So go ahead on over to BuiltBar.com and try the best tasting protein bars. And I can guarantee you from me to you, you will not regret it. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Renee Washington, host of Locked on Wizards here, joined by Alex Hollingsworth, the founder of Crossover Media and host of Lakers Central. Now, we've been talking around the Washington Wizards. You asked me my thoughts on what they should do, what the team should do moving forward in the offseason. And as I said before, this is a tough one. This is a really tough one. 
So looking at potential off-season moves, hmm. I think a three-team deal would could make sense. But again, in my opinion, if you're trading a young player like Beal, who still is, in my opinion, playing great basketball, and I, I think we're gonna get you're gonna get a lot of years left in him, health, you know, willing. Right. The trade has to be for for pieces that can replace what he does. And I haven't heard a trade that makes most sense yet. But what was the second part of your two-part question? What if Golden State called and said, we'll give you the number two pick in Andrew Wiggins for Beal? Tempting. I mean, uh, Andrew Wiggins' contract, the money would probably match up, and then you've got the number two pick. Tempting. Um, You know, I I like what Andrew Wiggins could bring to this team with his size, with his Mm -hmm. versatility, with his – I think he's someone that is looking for a team that can help him kind of turn that corner to be what Andrew mm-hmm. Wiggins was projected to be even more. Mm-hmm. Um, that could potentially make sense, but I still would like to see that with one more piece. I still think yeah. it's missing something. It's not, it's not a, it's not a deal that's selling me. I think it, that deal makes most sense for the Warriors. And that's what, I, with most of the trade deals, like the trade rumors that have been coming up. Right. I, I agree. One that makes sense for the Wizards. I'm just, I'm just wondering. So if this season happens, you know, well, I'm sure it's going to happen, but like up, (laughs) (laughs) if, um, how long do you give the wizards to get a contract extension worked out with Bradley Beal, right? Like this year, because do you give them to like all-star break? And then if he's not willing to sign, they have to trade him, right? They have to do something. You can't go into the off season with him being unrestricted free agent, right? Yeah, you definitely see. That's why I say this is their final season for it. Yeah, because I think you you definitely have to get something for him. Bradley Beal is a, a big asset on the trade block. There are honestly every team at some point I feel as though has been rumored to be pick, picking up Bradley Beal. Yeah, everyone wants to, him. Like he's a prime. Like if you're a team like the Warriors, the Lakers. Um, the Nuggets, you've heard his name thrown out with every team because he's such a good player. But because of that, I think you try to bring in some other pieces around him. You know, of course, as we mentioned, John Wall is going to be there. You can't move him. You've got those two. You've got Rui Hachimura coming off of a, a solid rookie season. You mm-hmm. know, if you can bring in one or two players in free agency, it makes sense. Um, and I do think that's why you give them a year and just kind of see from there, but you can't get caught. You know, you, you have to be willing to pull the plug if it's not working, as you mentioned before all-star break, because you don't want to lose him for nothing. Cause you can, you can get honestly a player and a couple draft picks out of Bradley Beal. You know, he's, he's very big on the trade market. So you can um, use him to bring in to help rebuild but I still wouldn't – I wouldn't pull the plug yet. I would wait. You know, we don't know when the season's going to start. Let's say the season does start in January. I would wait, you know, a couple months, see, but making sure that we are still able to make a decision prior to, to the deadline. It's a, it's a tricky situation. <laughs> so – and I'm looking here. So it looks like he did sign an extension, but he can opt out in 2022. So basically right. they would have all next year and mm-hmm. then – would need to figure out something out, but even it seems like Bill wants he wants to stay in DC. He's been saying that at least. I know everyone's like, oh, he just brought a house in LA. He's looking at no, like I think he wants to stay in DC. But I think he's he's much like we talk about with Giannis, optimistically hoping that 
they can get it right. You know, and I, I honestly do, and I don't know if it's just because I follow the team closely or what, but I'm honestly encouraged and optimistic about the Wizards. Like, I think that they have a lot of potential, especially seeing the team in the restart without Beal, without Davis Bertans, without John Wall. That's why I say if they can bring in another player, that's the key. Like, it's not even about, to me, someone at the draft. I hate to say it. There's no one in the draft that, well, there's, there's someone. I'm not, I'm not going to say no one, but... I'm more focused on who can they bring in that's already, again, established. You have older guys. This isn't a young team in that sense. You know, Wall and Beal are, are older, more established players. You know, if, if this is a team without them, yeah, by all means, try to bring in draft picks, rebuild. But I do think that it makes most sense to try to bring in a strong free agent, have no idea who that is, um, a shooter, a big man, someone that can help offensively be more of an option, stretch the floor, maybe you know maybe bring them some some of those pieces that they're missing I don't know it's it's a lot this is why again we just like to speculate because who knows but I think the Wizards are another team as we talk about who's players that have to get it right teams that have to get it right the Wizards have to get it right as well but I actually want to get your thoughts on a little bit different a coach that has to get it right. So coming up, we've had a chance to talk around the Wizards. It's time to get into coaches. Which coaches are in the hot seat and have to get it right this season or else their jobs may be on the line? Right here on Locked on Wizards. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked on Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. I hope you guys are having a great Monday and enjoying this edition of Locked on Wizards. I'm your host, Renee Washington, as we are joined by Alex Hollingsworth, host of Laker Central and founder of Crossover Media. Now, we've been talking around the Wizards, what they need to do, a lot of what ifs, a lot of uncertainty around the team, to be honest, which makes us difficult in knowing exactly which moves make sense. Well, now let's get into some coaches, Alex. We've had a chance to talk around players in the league. But we've seen a number of coaching changes around the league, especially in the weeks following, or I should say days, following teams getting knocked out of the NBA bubble. A lot of changes, a lot of coaches moving. You know, the news broke. Ty Lue's going to be coaching the Clippers. We know Steve Nash is with the Nets. Um, We saw Billy Donovan is now coaching the Bulls. We've got uh, Van Gundy is coaching the Pelicans. Lots of changes going on. Some more teams, as we know, the Rockets and the Pacers are still looking as well. But we know that also it's a cutthroat position as a head coach. You're to blame. 
You know, Doc Rivers moving to the Sixers. He was the blame for the Clippers. You're to blame if, if the team underperforms. Which coach do you think right now of anybody is kind of on that chopping block? Well, if, if they don't get it right this season, that's it. They're out. Oh, uh, easily it's, it's um, Budenhoser. It, it's oh, yeah. it's Budenhoser in Milwaukee. Because, look, you look around, it always comes down to the top coaches, right? I mean, so exactly. Frank Vogel was fine. Um, Doc Rivers just got to Philly, so I think that, that he's okay for right now. Brad Stevens, even though Philly, uh, even though uh, Boston consistently underachieves, even though they, you know, they were blaming it on Kyrie, but, mm-hmm. you know, you can't blame it on Kyrie anymore, but they love Kyrie. So it, it's got to be Budenhoser especially, especially if it's going to come down to um, them trying to re-sign Giannis because at some point you're going to have to bring in a coach that can get it done. So it's probably him. Um, and as far as every, like, Spolstra is not going anywhere, right? Yeah. Um, Steve Kerr is not going anywhere, and you know, unless they want to. Um, Popovich isn't going anywhere unless he wants to. So I'd say it's Budenhoser. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Unless they want to to move to a different team, I don't see. I will actually say, actually, Scott Brooks is also someone who. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good. One. I would say, you know, because I think there's something to be said about those teams that are definitely as a top team. When your team's underperforming, you're under a lot of scrutiny. You know, you're under the microscope because it's like, wait a minute, with all this talent, why aren't you able to? To do well, I think that as you mentioned, with all these teams that are bringing in a new coach, they're going to have at least a couple years to get going. You know, I think Tyloo's going to have a few years. I definitely think Doc, they're going to have a few years to figure it out before they uh, are to blame, so to speak. But I do think for the Wizards, you know, those teams that are also just missing the playoffs, they're going to have to figure it out. You know, and if they're not able to be a team that's at least in the conversation, you know, the Kings with Luke Walton, Scott Brooks with the Wizards, some of those teams. I think that's the next wave that we would see of changes with amongst those teams. I mean, Luke Walton's on the hot seat, no doubt. Um, one thing I would like to see is teams give coaches a bit more time, especially like those those teams that have been kind of like in rebuild mode. I mean, it takes a while, right? And so – I think those those teams need need to give their coaches time, but I, Luke Walton certainly. I think Scott Brooks is an excellent um, choice for that as well. Um, I'm trying to think somebody else is kind of like you know not like a it's not coaching a, a contender that's coaching more of a rebuild that might be in some trouble. But yeah, Luke he obviously he didn't have a great run in L.A. He's had issues with Buddy Heald in Sacramento already, mm-hmm. and they haven't been great. And I think Vladi is out, so. They've got new, a new uh, a new front office there. So, yeah, I can see I can see those guys being out as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do agree. I just think that there – I think this year was – like it kind of goes in waves with head coaches getting moved. You know, I think this year the coaching carousel was um, surprising for some because I definitely felt as though some coaches got the, the rug pulled out from under them a little too quickly and they were – um, not given enough time to really get their team going. Actually, Doc Rivers with the Clippers is actually one of them, being that this is a whole different Clippers team. It's not, we're not talking about Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Jordan. It's a whole different team. So it takes time to get the guys going. So I do agree in that I don't see any immediate 
red flags, but I do think there are some coaches that if their team continues to, to miss out on being a playoff team, they're going to be the one with the, you know, uh, rug yanked out from under them. My last question for you though, Alex, Sure. looking at the off season, we've got to get into that as well. Looking at the off season, as we talk about players that are free agents, players that have to have big years next uh, season, there are a number of players that are trying to find Chris Paul's one that we discussed um, that we've been hearing their name bounce around Chris Paul, Bradley Beal, who's a player this off season that you think to keep an eye on because there's someone that's going to be making a move to a big, in, in a big way, whether it's for them, you know, well, it will be for themselves, but for their career and also for the team that they're joining any players that you've been hearing rumored that we haven't talked about as much as we've, we've had you on the show, or maybe that we have to keep an eye on this off season to see what they do and where they go. Um, so I'll try and be fast for you. Cause I, I know I can be long winded. So I'll try to be fast, but <laughs> no, look, bro, one, no problems. <laughs> the, a big name is, is Trez Montrez Harold, you know, with the Clippers, mm. he's up, he's an unrestricted free agent. Um, he's with clutch sports. Obviously the Clippers collapsed. Right. And then rumors started coming out that he's had issues with Paul George and he's had issues with Kawhi. And so I don't know if he stays there. He's up for a big contract. Um, but the Clippers, they can go above the cap to sign him. Balmer is by far the wealthiest owner in North American sports, so he can afford it. But will he want to pay Trez? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. So um, Trez, Trez could be on the move. And if he leaves the Clippers, he's a big part of what they do, right? Like Kawhi and Paul George are, are great, but then Lou and Trez come in and that's kind of what gives the Clippers some offense when, when those guys are on the bench. So I'd be looking at Trez. Um, and, and me think um jeremy grant with the nuggets he's another guy that played really well in playoffs that i hope the lakers place a call to and then um danilo gallinari he's been flirting with basically lakers fans the last two weeks (laughs) he's someone that you know he averaged 17 points this this season um i'd love to see him in a lakers uniform we can get him for the mid-level exception so those are like the three guys i'm keeping my eye on right now Mm. you know i think as you're as you're mentioning there's something to be said about players that are doing well on teams that are, that they are just not fully happy with, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you look at a team like the Nuggets and the Clippers specifically, although the Clippers definitely choked and did underperform without a doubt, but it's for some hard to understand why would they want to leave that team? You know, they were right there. They played well, but honestly, when you see that the team that you're on, is not going to be able to surpass what they've done. And definitely if you're having an issue with teammates or the culture or the, you know, the way the team is in general, that's a reason to leave. So, you know, I think for me, I always like to keep an eye on those players, those surprises, because we, we all talk about Chris Paul. We all talk about even Bradley Beal, because it's easy to say, well, they're on a team that's like for the thunder, they're in rebuild mode. And Chris Paul's older on his career. He's, in his 30s, he's a veteran. He's looking to win a championship. He's looking to go somewhere he can win a championship. That's an obvious one. But those players like a Jeremy, Jeremy Grant, who actually just raised his stock mm-hmm. in, the, in the playoffs with the way that he played with Denver and now has caught the attention of a lot of teams that are looking for a nice, young, um, a nice young versatile player to bring in with his size. I mean, he was awesome in the playoffs. You look at what he did against the Lakers specifically, like that's, that's a team. That's a, you, you're playing the champions and you're the guy that was leading Denver at times, especially when the Joker was in foul trouble. So 
there are some players that have made a big name for themselves. And that's why I think they not only have made themselves more marketable and bigger assets and more valuable, but also players that need to have a big season next year, you know, and Montrez Harrell as well, you know, coming off as six man of the year, mm-hmm. it's important that he continues that progress. Jeremy Grant continued that progress next year to show it wasn't a fluke that you are, that you are a top player in the league and you're someone worth um, having the attention and, and having teams heavily seeking to, to bring you onto their team. Those are some good I mean, ones there. You're like Fred Van Fleet. I mean, he's, he's, there's rumors he that he may agent. get it. Yeah. He might get 20 plus million. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. if the Raptors should probably keep him because he's essential to what they do, but I can see some team that has some cap space willing to throw him some money. So yeah, it, it, it's, it's going to be an interesting off season because some of these guys, because the cap is going to take a dip, you, what you might see happen is um, some of these guys basically take a lesser, de- like a one-year deal at a discount so right. that they can basically sign a longer <laughs> deal next year when the cap goes yeah. up. So, Yeah, look at Anthony Davis. Everybody kept saying this is championship or bust. If Anthony Davis, you know, if he's not happy, if they don't win it, if they don't win it this year, he's out. Well, they won and he's not going anywhere. So, you know, I, well, he, he shouldn't, but um, <laughs> he's claiming he's not, <laughs> but you never know. Um, but that's exactly it. Sometimes it's a matter of just signing a one-year deal, almost testing out the waters, kind of like sticking a toe in to see if this is the right team for you. But we do know now, especially more than ever, the players in the league have more say and they have more of a backing to be able to go after and join the types of t- the type of team that they're looking for. You don't have to stay. You know, if you're Giannis, you don't have to stay in Milwaukee. Go on to the Lakers or something. You know? <laughs> I'd love that to happen. Love it. <laughs> I've been hearing that actually get tossed around as well. Um, I don't know. I, I wonder if at some point, and you can't, but I wonder if at some point the league's going to say, put the kibosh on some of these rumors that we've been hearing and say, no, you can't go to that team. You can't be a super team. But on the other side, I do also dislike the fact that many are so quick to say especially for LeBron he had to have these players in order to win a championship so I'm okay I love the idea but I also love the fact that you can't say that you know him and Anthony Davis of course AD was a big part of it but they'll be quick to discredit if Giannis is on the team or whoever else and say oh they had to have he had to have a super team again because that's the narrative everybody always says but that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. So Alex, <laughs> thank you for joining us on the show for two days. We had you on where can our listeners follow you to keep up with all of your content across your shows? Oh, um, Renee, thanks for having me. This was like a wonderful conversation. Really appreciate it. Um, they can follow me personally on Twitter at Alex Holling. You can follow Laker central. If you're a Lakers fan on Twitter uh, at Laker central 365. And then, you can follow uh, my network at Crossover365 on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Alex, thank you so much for joining us here on the show for our Friday edition and to kick off the week. And I appreciate you sharing um, some great insight and really allowing us to kind of dive into the offseason and, and our thoughts going on. Thank you, Alex, for taking time to join us on the show Friday and today. And I hope you guys have had a great weekend and a great start to your Monday, especially having the chance to listen to this edition of Locked on Wizards, where we get to speculate, we get to just talk about the what ifs and looking at players that have to get it right, what the Wizards need to do and coaches that have to get it right. So, of course, as we're discussing preparing for the 2021 season, we've got to break down the news that came out 
The NBA is hoping and ambitiously optimistically hoping, I should say, to have the season for next year actually start before Christmas. We're going to be getting into those details more as originally the tentative date was January 2021, and that has now moved up to December. What that means for all the teams, for the league, for the players, as we are taking a look at that and much more in our later editions of the show this week. So hit that subscribe button to keep up with all the content we've got coming your way the latest news, stories, topics, and updates. Plus, we've got some more Wizards news coming your way this week that I don't want you to miss. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday. Thanks for tuning in with me, your host, Renee Washington, on another edition of Locked on Wizards. Washington, out. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.